the World Game on the splash today from Asian Cup to Europeans Champion League. Uh, Fox Football's David Weiner joins us. It's Wednesday, the 11th of April. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil Pryor. And David Weiner, how are we? I'm very, very well, <laughs> Phil. How are you? How yeah, are you? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. We'll, uh, love that intro music. Still love it. Oh, it never gets old. No, I'll probably I'll switch it up in about maybe halfway through the year just oh. to keep everyone on their toes, I reckon. Fair enough. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple of other little things in the pipeline, actually. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I just uh, produced a, a brand new Fox Rugby podcast, Sting, uh, which the boys are very happy. It's, it's very classy. Uh, people are saying so. Is it as good as the football podcast intro that had Mozart or some sort of you know? Oh yeah, violin the, orchestra going the, through it. The electronica. Yeah, hair version. on the back of the neck at the start of every that, show. That, that was fantastic. Was, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, hey, yeah. So we're going to get into some European Champions League uh, stuff in just a moment. Plus, of course, the Matildas uh, are in the Asian, in the midst of an Asian Cup campaign right now. They just had their uh, second game, so um, so we're going to get into that in a moment. We'll do some headlines as well, Dave. But firstly, I, I think um, your last appearance on the Splash would have been uh, maybe five, six weeks ago, just on the eve of the rugby league season. And I asked you about how you think your Tigers, <laughs> you did, your Tigers you did. are, are going to go heading into the season, and you were mortified by the draw, the start to the season that they had in front of them. Well, guess what? They're four and one. They've conceded just fifty-five points. Oh, I know. I've been counting each of those points. Rounds. How extraordinary! It is extraordinary because let's look at it literally. You posed with Melbourne twice in the first five weeks, regardless of the other illustrious opponents that somehow came out of the pot yeah. for the poor old Tigers. And they've they've weathered it magnificently. I've been in awe of the commitment that this team has possessed, what Ivan Cleary has done to the attitude of the players, what has been going on in the last few years for this crop of players to defend like this. The attack with Josh Reynolds back going forward may spark up a little bit. Mm. Luke Brooks's best ever game on the weekend. Am I in for <laughs> rugby league? I'm in for the Champions League. <laughs> what did you want me in for? Oh, man, no, it's, uh, it's, it's a magnificent, uh, an exceptional turnaround. Um, and while some people will say the wheels will fall off because it's a really uh, high intensity to play at for the whole season, well, damn it, after five weeks, we wouldn't have had expected to have this point. So you're not going to hear any complaints from me. Well, defense is all about application and there's certain, an attitude and they're certainly doing that. 10, 8, 10, 8, 7, 9, 30 to 20 and 11, 10. Yeah, it's been a bit brutal. It's been weird. a bit brutal. Uh, is there a, is there a football? team past or present than you could perhaps relate it to in the way that they're defending and, and getting results? Oh, look, I mean, <laughs> maybe any any Mourinho team that parks the bus, you could, you could probably equate them to. <laughs> yeah, but this, is, but this is different because it's actually different, whereas that might be perceived as a negative attitude. This is actually like camaraderie at its top end and, mm. and team teamwork at its top end. And um, I'm not going to deny that seeing, you know, Someone like Benji Marshall kicked that field goal on the, on the weekend. Yeah, you know, that was it's not it's not anything but fabulous. Given it, given his track record at a number of different clubs, now you have to th- suggest that Ivan Cleary is just one of those uh, 
guys that that you want to play for, you know? Like seems like it. gets the best yeah, out seems of his like players. It. Absolutely. This is the new uh Fox Rugby podcast. Where is it? Here we go. Bit of class. Yeah. The home of Australian rugby. And what, uh, Clarky sitting there with a macchiato as they read this intro out? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that one. Hello and welcome to the Fox <laughs> Rugby Podcast. I'm Nick McCart. Not bad, hey? Not bad. Sharp, sharp. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into some headlines. Plenty of football news to get to in a moment, of course. Uh, but first, in surfing, uh, the Margaret River competition period is underway. We're going to have a couple of lay days initially. Uh, not much swell over in WA yet, uh, but it is building on for later in the week. In cricket, Cricket Australia has released its 2018-19 contract list. And Dave, it's different. Mm. It is different, uh, of course, with a few big names Unavailable, of course. Head to the Fox Sports website for those uh, names and those details. In the NBA, a 15th straight win for Ben Simmons. Philadelphia is a franchise record uh, of consecutive wins in a season for the 76ers. One more to go tomorrow, Australian time, to lock up third spot in the East. Ben Simmons doing an outstanding job uh, without Joel Embiid in the last seven of those encounters, uh, averaging a triple-double across this streak. Uh, And in football, Dave, let's start uh, with the Asian Cup, the Matildas. So in game one of of their Pool B fixtures, nil-nil with South Korea, uh, a hiccup to start the competition but then uh, bouncing back in tremendous fashion overnight, winning 8-0 against Vietnam. Uh, boom. Yeah, no, it's a, look, it's a real conf- confidence booster for the Matildas. The first game, they're a little bit flat, they're a little bit nervous. Uh, opening game, jitters in a tournament. Um, but what it all builds towards and what this good goal difference now builds towards is Friday night's game against Japan. That's uh, 11.30, 11.45 PM kickoff uh, on Fox Sports 501 because whoever tops the whoever wins that will essentially um, take the ascendancy into knockout rounds. I'm just looking at the equation here, and uh, yeah, all they need against Japan is a draw. Is a draw. Now the consequences of that are big because it doesn't just mean progress to the knockout stages. Yeah. It shores up a spot at the Women's World Cup yes. next year. So the stakes are huge. So five out of the Asian. Um, part uh, of the world uh, yeah. progress automatically through to the World Cup. Yeah, and, and, and you know this tournament scenario doubles up as the qualifying process yeah. for that. Yeah. So Sam Kerr with a brace, um, goals to Kai Simon, Alana Kennedy, Chloe Legazzo, Emily Van Egmond, uh, Hayley Rasso, and a Vietnamese own goal rounded out, rounded out. They would have expected nothing less than a really mm. big goal feast in this game. But again, building towards a crescendo. Let's hope they can do something really special for Australian sport and Australian football. And shout out to yeah. one of our colleagues, Kate Cohen, who is there in Jordan in, yeah. the, in the dugout on the bench as an assistant coach and a scout for the side. So um, <laughs> a, a phenomenal little uh, life experience of Stepping Stone for Kate and uh, very interested hearing her anecdotes come through That's over amazing. from Amman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's a regular on the splash as well. Can we transfer some of this uh, Socceroos and Blue Samurai rivalry over to the, the women's side? Oh, it's a big rivalry. It's a massive game. Yeah. Massive game. Yeah. Um, and the one South Korea tricky opponent, it, 
building into this third game. This was the blockbuster of the group and um, see where it takes takes the girls. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving over to Europe, uh, we had European Champions League action overnight. Uh, Liverpool and Roma have progressed to the final four. Uh, so the semi-final stage, uh, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich have one hand on uh, have each have one hand on the other spots on the other side of the draw, right. which will happen tonight or overnight. Um, so Thursday morning, essentially Australian time. Uh, but the Reds, uh, they got the job the job done in uh, tremendous fashion against City. Yeah, well, the big bulk of the work was done last week, where they had that incredible first half blitz to blow. Manchester City out of the water. It was a phenomenal, uh, you know, almost at the hour of the morning we have to watch the games. You're sitting there going, "Am I? Am I actually dreaming? Is this? Is this actually happening to the side that has run away with the Premier League?" And they came out with such incredible intensity to set up that result last mm. weekend. And all the build-up to this game after Manchester City lost to Liverpool, then lost to Manchester United on the weekend. Um, it was about their vulnerability. Yeah. That has been exposed. So it took the little bit of the gloss off the myth that had built up over yeah. City through their Premier League season. They will win the title and they will be deserved to be saluted and hailed for the season that yeah. they've had. Yeah. But this has posed a few questions. The two biggest rivals have knocked them off. Coming to this game, can they save some face? Can Pep Guardiola save some face on a recent Champions League knockout record that is not flattering, both mm-hmm. at Bayern Munich and at City? And then the whole drama of it. You're up 3-0, yet everyone's treading on eggshells going, this tie is not necessarily over. And what happened? After less than two minutes, Manchester City scored. Yeah. And Liverpool fans are literally sweating bullets because, oh, um, you know, it was just, the dis- it was a disastrous start for them. Mm. Um, and it was everything that Manchester City wanted to come out and prove that they were going to come out swinging, they were going to come out, and that if any team in the world could score the three or four goals required, it was them. Who scored that opener again? again? That was Raheem Sterling. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it, it, it makes quite Gabriel a statement Jesus. when like, only two minutes in you score a goal and then you're running into the back of the net to pull the ball out and sprint it back to halfway. You, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> did show the de- that did show the stakes and the desperation of play. You are yeah. not wrong. But what it did actually symbolise was they knew they had to cash into the, this relentless start they were making. And it, it, not failing to do that was exactly what happened mm. because Liverpool rode their luck. Um, Manchester City hit the post through an exceptional Bernardo Silva shot, had a goal incorrectly yeah, disallowed yeah. through Lero San, who was much better in this game than he was in the first leg. And Liverpool were on the back foot. Manchester City were playing at a pace that you rarely see, a cohesiveness you rarely see. It was incredible stuff okay. at an incredible tempo. But you can't. It's very hard to maintain that for more mm. than forty-five minutes, particularly once you come off at halftime and have to start it again. And you lose your manager. Uh, well, in the process. yeah, we'll get to that in in a couple of seconds. But point being, talking to exactly what you said about that urgency, they had to cash in then and there, yeah. and they were so close to going in at three-all. But once they didn't, Liverpool could pick themselves up. They could look across at Manchester City's manager Pep Guardiola bottling at halftime when he complained about that offside and got himself sent to the stands. Klopp gets the chance to get his team into the sheds, recalibrate, talk to them, deliver them an inspirational message, which was, if they want the ball, you better kill them to get it off them. Yeah. You better hunt for it. We've been too deep. We're retreating. Let's get back to our way. It's exactly what happened in the second half. They arrested that momentum. The 3-1 was unassailable. And then finally, they got that moment to just pick and choose their raid forward. And who else? Mohamed Salah. Oh, irresistible. Just an Egyptian that so many fans are falling for this season. 
Um, links Egyptian up, and magician. Exactly. The, mm. he, he is. And links up with Sadio Mane and then dinks the ball home with just all the poise in the world to basically seal the tie then and there because City would have required uh, a 5-1 win on the night to then yeah. go on with it. Yeah, so yeah. from there it was Mission Impossible. Liverpool scored again. Celebration time, party time. Mm. Uh, into the top, uh, the final four of Europe for the first time since uh, a decade. Um, okay. And uh, Klopp's plan, Klopp's life without Philippe Coutinho continues to travel in the right direction. Fabulous stuff for a club with so many supporters uh, who will be really enjoying this. Yeah, right. And so we'll find out uh, what the semi-final draw looks like at 9pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Friday evening. Uh, that happens in Switzerland. Uh, and we'll know... Uh, who else apart from Roma progresses to the final four? Because it it seems like uh, Real Madrid and and Bayern Munich will be very hard to to knock off, given they they both claimed away wins uh, on the opening uh, leg of their uh, true, matchups. True, and I agree with you. Except what we saw today in the other game, while we were all watching from Manchester City to see if they could come up with a miracle, the real miracle happened in Rome where Barcelona took a 4-1 lead and I think a complacency mm. into the game in the Italian capital and were, had their pants pulled down by yeah. a Rome outfit that haven't been at this stage into the final four of Europe since 1984. Wow. Um, absolute scenes of pandemonium as they came from behind uh, with a team of veterans. You know, we're talking Eden Dzeko, Alexander Kolarov, players that we haven't seen the Premier League for a couple of years. Yep. They're 21 points off first in Serie A, um, inspired by the 34-year-old uh, ta- uh, midfield general, Daniel De Rossi, who's been around forever, uh, as far back as when Australia played Italy in the World Cup. Mm. Um, uh, an extraordinary game. Um, watch, the, watch the highlights, watch the celebrations on the website. Pure football. The president's thrown himself in the Trevi Fountain in celebrations. <laughs> He's just over the moon. Um, pure joy in the football world yeah. for Liverpool fans and Roma fans this morning. It's what it's all about. Um, and two teams we haven't seen in the final four breaks up that sort of hierarchy yeah. uh, that's dominated for the last few years. So, look, Juventus, I'm sorry, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich should join them, Yeah, but don't discount anything in the world of football. Yeah, I suppose Juventus would be the side that if anyone can, can go to Real uh, or go to Madrid uh, and win... A, by three goals away, it's probably yeah, there. But I think they're shot. That was pretty demoralising yeah. at home last yeah. weekend where Ronaldo scored the uh, the bicycle kick um, and had a, got a standing ovation from the, the supporters in Turin. Mm. I'd be staggered if there was a turnaround in those two games. Yeah, yeah. Anything else uh, going on in the world of football we should keep tabs on over the next few days? Oh, look, there's, always, there's always plenty going on. There is um, always. I guess for local fans, it's it's the, the, the climax of the A-League season. Mm. Who will get that fifth? Sorry, that sixth slot. Will it be the Wanderers? Will it be Brisbane Royal? Will it be Perth Glory? And then we finally get to tuck into the knockout football uh, next week, the following yeah. weekend in the yeah. A-League. But no, I mean, Manchester City now need to return and basically uh, recover from three losses on the bounce. It's unheard of for, for this City side. It's unheard of for Guardiola. Yeah. And claim that Premier League title that mm. they thought they were going to do last weekend. So they're one win away from sort of claiming it? Or is it... Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, yeah. It was more the fact that if they knocked off United last week. That's kind yeah. of like a six-point game. No, no, sense. no, no. They they could have clinched it last weekend. So yeah, exactly, um, yeah. that that was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Literally, yeah. literally yeah. once in a lifetime to win it both at home against Manchester United. Yeah. To put it into context, Fergie never got that opportunity over thirteen titles. Sir Alex Ferguson, United never 
but the, the fixture guides never uh, oh. had them win it mm. against uh, City. And I think the stat was they only got to celebrate clinching it, literally clinching it three times at home. Yeah, so, okay. boy, they blew it 2-0 up against United. Wow. Jeez, they really wow. did. That's very, very interesting. Football, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Dave, thank you very much once again. Pleasure as always. Uh, and, yeah, obviously we're slowly but surely building up to a World Cup in Russia, seemingly. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. That's what it's all working towards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, head to the website for more details on all everything going on in the world of football, plus everything else, of course. Uh, But that'll do us on today's edition of The Splash. That's a wrap.